0: Muchas gracias, señor Dr. Wigan, Muchas gracias por la introducción que me trae. Me dijeron que es todo en español. Everything in Spanish. Did you understand what I said? Anybody understood what I said? Un poquito. Okay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. No. To me, it's an honor. It's a pleasure to be with you guys this day. The lights are killing me. But um, I really appreciate. Now, I know it was a for- informal thing. I mean. I kind of got dressed up for today, you guys, so I so, uh, hope you guys, uh, you know, forgive me for this, but to be from, to be honest, I'm, I feel honored, I feel blessed to be with you guys this morning. RGV, once again, from Texas, we're down here, we got a big rest you know, and, and it's great, just very, great to be with you guys this morning, the fact that I can get a chance to, just to share with you what God has placed on my heart. These past couple of days, like Dr. Wiggins has been mentioning, it's been very interesting in the fact that we're... We're looking at so many things, looking at many things as far as Crown College is concerned. But I think also the landscape as far as uh, colleges, uh, Christian College is concerned. And I think we're in a very, very interesting time at this moment in the fact that we are, we are called to do certain things. You know? So today I, today I want to challenge you guys. I want to challenge you guys. I know in the little time that we have, I just want to... Uh, put a challenge before you. I think it's good when we're challenged, when we're, we're, when we're asked to do things, perhaps a little bit out of the box to understand exactly what, what we need to do. Now, I want to start, I always like to start with a question. And those guys who know me, especially the guys from RGV know me, always like to know a little bit, start with a question. And the question is the following. Have you ever found yourself at a point of despair in which you felt like giving up? Once again, have you ever found yourself at a point of despair in which you felt like giving up? I think all of us who are here today can resonate with this question, right? I think we all at some time in our lives... I felt like, really, is this what, I'm, what I'm, I'm being called to do? Do I really have what it takes to do what I need to do? Has there been, been a mistake been done? So this morning, I, like I said, I want to challenge you guys. Obviously, each one of you came, has come here, and the, for the students who are, who are here visiting from, from the high schools nearby, we're hopefully... You guys will also be crown students uh, not too long in the future. Each has come here with a purpose. Each has come here with a calling. Each has come here with, a, with something in mind. And obviously, there's many who are going to be graduating soon. And obviously, you have already a, a mindset of what you want to do. There's others, obviously, are still battling with, what am I going to do next? I remember when I was in college, I changed uh, majors twice. And um, really, I was trying to find, trying to figure out a lot of things going on. It wasn't a Christian college. It was a secular college. So I was, I was trying to get a feel exactly who I was and what that I wanted to do. And it, and it really t- took me a while to, to figure that out. But the reality is that as we as Christians, we as people who have been called by God to do his work in this world at this time, Obviously, there's a lot of things that that entails or encompasses this this reality. As as you know, I mean, we can't hide from the fact we live in a postmodern world in which the way things are done or perceived many times clashes with how we think and react as Christians, right? Many times, we must be careful what we say or what we do, not to insult or disrespect anyone. You know, we, we got to that point. And this can really be a, a challenge for us, especially if we want to be faithful to God and to his teachings. As Christians, we all want to be faithful. Amen? Amen. And we want to honor God in everything that we do. However, like I said, this is not an easy thing to do. We are confronted each day with challenges that put our faith to a test and under a microscope. And depending on how strong our faith is, will determine if we can withstand this reality. So my question to you, and really to myself and to all of us who profess Jesus is Lord and Savior, how do I, how do we, how do all of us perceive or proceed in this crazy world, and more importantly, how do I honor God? When I was growing up, I played part one of football. And unfortunately, I don't know why, but unfortunately, I had a problem with my weight. I mean, I don't know why I had a problem with my weight. So every week, I had to run around the track. Constantly running around the track, full gear, football, helmet, and everything, run around the track lap after lap after lap after lap, because on Thursdays were weigh-in days, and I had to make the limit. And if I didn't make the limit for Wayne, on Saturday, I couldn't play, so I had to stay in the sideline. So during the whole week, while my teammates were, were practicing, I, I would watch them practicing, I would just run and run and run. And I would ask the coach, coach, put me in, coach, put me in, I want to play. I want to practice. He says, Hector, just keep running, just keep running, keep running, because if you don't make the weight, you're not going to be able to play on Saturday. To be honest with you guys, it was very frustrating. It was extremely frustrating. Watching my teammates practice, watching my teammates having fun, while I'm just running, running, running around on the track. It got very stressful. It became annoying. And to be honest with you, it got to a point where I I really wanted to give up. I just really wanted to give up. I would say, is this really worth it? I mean, I went out to play football. I was a defensive end and wide receiver, and I wanted to play football. All I could do was just run and run and run. Eventually, I gave up. When I got to high school, I gave up football, and I just concentrated solely on track. And I liked that. After a while, I liked it. And eventually, I became became pretty good. I became pretty good. Finally, I, I finished third in the state finals in the 800 meters in my division class out in New Jersey. But it took a lot of discipline. It took a lot of determination. It took a lot of stress, mental Physical, emotional stress. At the beginning, it wasn't easy. I mean, when I would run, at first I'd be up there where everybody else in the front of the pack. But eventually, I would just fade away, and that would be, once again, I'd be frustrated. So I I'd say, I, I, I got to do something. I gotta, I gotta practice. I gotta practice more. I gotta do what's necessary because I want to be in the top. I want to be one of the winners. I want to be the, the guy standing on the podium, receiving my medals, success, whatever. So it came, became it a. Uh, a guiding force for me to, to continue. You know? the, the interesting in all this is that I found out that during my years as running, which included college as well, was the importance of finding my stride or my cadence. You know? Like I said, at first it was, it was difficult many times during the race. I would start out strong, but by the end of the race I would fade back to the pack. And like I said, it became very frustrating. But eventually... After years and hours of practicing, I was able to find my cadence. And I was able to have a steady pace. And like I said many times, finishing the top. For the last 29 years, I've been a pastor. And as a pastor, I've also, I've also have, I've had a lot of bumps in the road. A lot of things that I needed I need to, to deal with. Like I did in track, I started out with a lot of enthusiasm, with a lot of determination. But as time went on, things became a little bit more hectic, a little bit more difficult. There will be times when I will question my calling. And many times I wonder if I had made a mistake of going into ministry instead of going to the market world, which was initially what I was going to do. Doubt started to creep in. Scripture shows that Paul one day placed a challenge onto his adopted son, a spiritual son, Timothy. Paul was very aware that Timothy had a special calling from God and he wanted to assure him not to lose sight of this fact. Also, Paul was aware of the challenges that ministry presented. It would have been easy for Timothy to say, this this is not what I'm cut out for. Thus, uh, Paul wanted to reassure Timothy of his calling. You know? And he emphasized that God was in control and that everything would work out for the best. Timothy just needed to trust God and his fulfilling. And that's what I tell you guys. There are a lot of challenges. There are many challenges. And there are moments when we start to question certain things. Why did I come to Crown? Why am I walking with Christ? Am I doing what I need to do? Why is it so hard so many times? Why is it when I try to share God's word with, with my peers, with the, the people around me, I get the, the door slammed in my face? Why is it so difficult now to share I mean, we're, we're living in, a, in an age right now where everybody's coming out, everybody's sharing. We're in a me, me generation. It's all me, myself, and I. But for some reason, now we as Christians, we, we're, we're challenged, you know, or we're, or we're stymied in the, the fact that we, we can't share what God represents to us. And, 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 that, and that becomes frustrating. And it comes to a point where we, we start to doubt. Am I really... Cut out for this? Am I really called to do what I'm doing at this moment? Or did I make a mistake? Did I make a mistake and, and, I, should, and I should try to, to figure out what I should do? In John chapter 15, verse 5, uh, we have the following words from, from our Lord Jesus, which says, Apart from me, you cannot do Anything, As you know, these words are associated with the, the passage dealing with the vine and the branches. And the focal point in this passage deals with a deeper life relationship that we as believers are called to develop with Christ. In this passage, John makes the distinction between those who bear fruit and those who do not. The secret here is how the branch, us, abides in the vine, which is Jesus. And as, fa- and as fathers of Christ, we are called to abide to his will. And as, uh, as you everyone uh, know, this means believing, trusting, savoring, receiving Christ. And John Piper talked about this a little bit, you know. Believing, trusting, savoring, resting, or, resting, or receiving his blessing. And basically the challenge that Christ was giving to his disciples there at that moment there, because he knew his, his time was coming to an end. He knew that next they will need to go out and venture out and continue to work that he had started. He wanted to make sure, he wanted to assure his disciples that with me, in me, as long as you abide in me, There's nothing that you cannot do. And I think the challenge that we have at this moment is, or maybe the question that we have at this moment is, am I abiding? Am I submitting? When we say that we are Christians, when we say that we are followers of Christ, we're, we're indicating to the people who listen to us the fact that Here's a person, a very sp- special person, to whom we submit and to whom we ask of him his blessings. Huh? Ministry, for the most part, is like a long-distance running. The goal is to finish strong. However, to, to finish, to get to the finish line, there are many obstacles that need to be conquered. And like I said, once again... Christ says, apart from from me, you cannot do anything. The secret of a successful ministry is depending greatly or heavily on Jesus. If we wish to reach the finish line, we must learn or we must let Jesus run our race with us. That's the secret, guys. That is the secret. We have been called, we have a special calling. I know many here are perhaps in pastoral ministry. met Ken last night at dinner. But many are, are not in, uh, in pastoral ministry as a major. You're probably in another discipline. And that's fine. That's great. As a matter of fact, we've been talking about that these past couple of days here at the board. And that's great. The fact that maybe you're in a nursing program or exercise science or or any other, the disciplines are here, and that's excellent. But whatever the discipline, whatever the, the major, whatever you're studying, whatever you're focusing on, remember one thing: you have been called to represent Christ here on this earth. That's good, that's good. It doesn't matter where you are—in the business world, the medical field, the church—we are called to abide in Christ, and we're called to share his word. Is it going to be easy? No, it's not going to be easy. Even Christ emphasized the fact it's not going to be easy. Following him, submitting to him, it's not going to be easy. But the, the beauty of this is he promised to be with us all the time. And the only thing that we need to do is just trust in Him and allow Him to, to guide our lives and to, to allow us to continue. You know? Our challenge in this crazy world is to bear everlasting fruit. It is important that people see in us the fruit of the Spirit shine in our lives. And as, as ambassadors of Christ, we are to represent. Him honorably on this earth. We have to run with a purpose, guys. If you don't have a purpose in life, you can just keep on running and running and running and running. Like Forrest Grump gump, right? Just keep running and just running and running and running until one day you say, I'm tired. I'm going home. But if, we have a, but if we have a purpose, if we have a purpose, and we know exactly what we want to do, it's going to make things a whole lot easier. Because there's a difference between those who have a purpose in life and those who don't. Who don't. Those who have a purpose and those who, who allow Christ to be the center focus of their lives, which obviously there's going to be a A much easier pathway to go, but those who do not have Christ as the central focus in their lives, things may be a little bit rough. So, once again, the challenge is: How do we continue to honor God with our lives, and how do we continue to do everything that's called upon us? Paul states in Philippians chapter three, verse twelve to fourteen, the following. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. These words for, these words from, from Paul was a, basically a, a reflection of who he was. Because as you know, he also had a lot of struggles in his life. He also had to a certain extent, identity crisis. But once he found his stride, once he found his cadence, once he found his purpose in life, then there was no no way stopping him. He just constantly kept on pushing forward. Then these words that, that we see here just reflect who he was. As a man of God, as a person who wanted to share his word, and now that we are now called to continue this, this journey, to continue this work, we too need to have that purpose. We too need to have that determination. We too need to put aside certain things that perhaps may become, become an obstacle, can be ha- become an impediment for us to continue forward. Because we have a mission. We have a calling. We have a purpose. Like I said, it doesn't matter what discipline you're studying, no matter what you're doing the preparation that you guys are doing here, the fact that we want you, like Dr. Kuhn was saying this morning, get you in, but get you out to the world. We have a great responsibility. Guys, we're living in a very strong and difficult time. As time goes on, Things are going to get worse. Things are going to get worse. A lot of doubts are going to come about. A lot of questions are going to come about. But we got to stay focused on what we've been called to do. You and I have a responsibility before Christ. You and I have been called individually and specifically by him. To represent him, to be an ambassador here on this earth, and as you come here to crown, prepare yourself. Focus on not just your studies, but who you are as 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 a person. The question you need to continue is: How do I? How do I? continue to go forward in a, such a crazy world that we're living in at this time? And what should I do? What should I do to make sure that God's word continues to be preached, to be shared, to be brought to the, to the lives of those people? The answer is very easy. They have to see it in me. They have to see it in you. Like I heard once before, one of the famous pastors in Chicago, he says, the best testimony, the best way of preaching that we can do is through our lives, through our actions. And he said, from time to time, we may say something. We might speak a word of something. But really, we need to show the people who Christ is through our actions. Abide in me. These were the famous words of the eldest son of our founder, A.B. Simpson, just before he died in his mother's arm, in arms. Abide in me and you in Christ. And that became the calling card for, for our founder and for his wife, Margaret. Christ in us. Here's our focal point. He is our reason. He is the wa- he is the reason why we exist. And we need to 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 embrace this reality. We need to understand that time is very short. That God has called us with a purpose. And eventually, he will send us out into the world as his ambassador, where we're going to have to run a long distant race, where there are going to be many obstacles, where there are going to be a lot of moments of frustrations, where there are going to be moments where we're going to question our own calling, we're going to ask, did I do the right thing? But at the end of the day, if I abide in Christ in him and him in me, and I confide in him and allow him to be the focal point of my life and the purpose of my life, we will be able to share the same words that Paul just shared. And eventually we will receive that crown of glory. So once again, I challenge you guys, as you move forward and as you begin to cipher what is exactly what God wants for you to do, just place your sight on Christ. Do not lose him. Do not lose that sight and allow him to be that guiding light and you shall reach the promised land. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for your blessings. But more importantly, we thank you, Father, for being our Lord and Savior. For allowing us to be part of your family. And to be able to just share your word and just to be able to acknowledge your reality, your existence in our lives. And as we strive forward and continue to do what you have called us to do, we just ask, Father, for your, for your strength. We ask for wisdom. So that we'll be able to, to finish the race in the appropriate way. I thank you, Father, for each of us who are here today. And I just ask that your blessing be upon each of us at, at this time. And especially for those who are right now debating certain things in their lives, I just ask, Father, that you just help them to focus or to refocus to understand their calling. And it's once they leave here, crowned and they they go out to the world, that they'll be able just to continue to do your work. So once again, Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for your your blessings. And more importantly, thank you for Jesus Christ and for the fact that he died on the cross for us. But he ascended and now he... He's in heaven interceding for each of us and <coughs> awaiting for our, for our eventual reviv- our arrival. So once again, Father, thank you for this time and for everything that you do for us. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Amen. We beg you to see